So, where did we leave off? Um, I don't know what what day. I think we just I think we just concluded. It was, it was day, day three, three of our adventure. And the last big thing that happened was talking with Shimbo Razamajan about. Nope, I'll get it. Hold on, Finn Finnflock Rogglestick. Francis Dixon. Francis Underwood. <laughs> yes, Francis Underwood, the president of our town. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Flax Dixon just recruited me, Reese, to do something. <laughs> to hunt down whatever oh, witch is cursing oh, the go, village. Yeah, to hunt down the witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. he wanted to he he's he basically said that he was going to handle the investigation of the village folk. But uh, he enlisted your aid in kind of scouting out the the wilderness for any potential coven hideouts or some such thing. Sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you guys saw like a glowing orange hound and a sheep was like dismembered and weird signs were painted on the side of Rancher Sarah's barn. Right. Um. But yeah, that was kind of the that was kind of the end of the night, yeah. Yeah, I think so. That was it. We all went home and got a good night's rest. Got a good night's rest. Freaked out about weird glowing wolves. Was it glowing or was it like on fire? Uh, it was glowing. It did not appear to be flaming. Got it. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, so um you wake up to the oh so pleasant aroma of Uncle Rupert's toast. And uh, here we are on, on day four. Mm. Yawn. Uh, yeah, so cool. I think, you know, waking up in the morning, not having slept great, actually, from the night before, because all Reese could think about is, like, everything that's going on. And, like, you know, is, like, is the witch real? Is it not? We saw some weird, weird stuff out in the woods. But, you know, it seems, I don't know, there. There's just something shady about what's going on in town. There's obviously something, something wrong happening, but uh, makes it hard to kind of have a nice, a nice full night's sleep. So Reese wakes up kind of itching to go in the morning, like ready to kind of get on the road and go out to the hills. I think we said to the east of town. Yeah, that that uh, that was your plan. Um, Flax asked about. Um any place where if there was some, some ne'er-do-well hiding out where that might be out in the woods. And you thought, you said that um, you didn't know much about beyond the river, but the most like kind of inaccessible place would be up in those hills. Like the place, I guess, someone least likely to be found if they were hiding out maybe. Right. Cool. Yar. So um, you just want to head, head straight, uh, straight on out there then? Grab a, yeah. grab a piece of toast to, to munch on the go. and Yeah, a nice and piece of road toast. And yeah, yeah, get on the road nice and early. All right. Um, are you are you bringing any our particular uh, gear with you? I know D&D normally it's like, oh, I've got my Explorer's Pack and my Dungeoneer's Pack. And we haven't really, we haven't I mean, really done that. But, yeah, you know, what this, I, is, this is a bit of a bit of an excursion, so... I'm I'm just wondering uh, how Reese is how Reese is preparing for this. So, yeah, I think I mean I I think I'm looking at I think I actually picked one of those packs and I can't remember, but it's like <laughs> you know it's like what I have on my character sheet it's is the one that yeah would make the most sense it's like backpack bedroll 
rations and mm-hmm. mess kit, rope, torch, tinderbox, water skin. Like that all seems pretty legit. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would take that. Okay. But just kind of your standard stuff. I don't think I'm bringing any traps or anything. This is not a hunting thing, but obviously I have my bow and my short swords. Cool. Cool. All right. Um, yeah. So I, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I guess you're just going to cut like straight. We're, we're kind of like both making this up as, as we go, as far as, as far as the terrain. Um, so did you have any, uh, did you have any, any plan or, you know, um, how, how, how would you go about this? So Reese, I think would kind of, there's no, like there's no roads, right? There's, there's no roads east of town. You're you're like auspice is the, the last stop on, you know, the, the trail of civilization. So while there's, there's certainly like game trail paths and, you know, stuff like that, that, that make for easier walking than, you know, obviously walking through dense underbrush. Um, there's no, there's no like obvious, obvious, um, way to go necessarily. So yeah, what, what I'm picturing is like finding like a, like not heading like straight back into the hills so much, but like, but like what I'm picturing is like, you know, like 680 where it goes, where it goes like through like Danville and stuff. Um, if you could picture that, it's like mm-hmm. kind of narrow valley with like hills on both sides. Yeah. Like finding like the most likely place where it's it's kind of somewhat accessible, you know, like kind of you can get there from the forest and vice versa and like not going back, like just like, well, I'm going to go start hiking up this hill. Like, you know, because he's kind of exploring, doesn't know where exactly he's going to go. So he's kind of marching down this valley. It's a little bit more barren than the forest. I think we talked about it's a little more rocky and hilly. Um, But yeah, just kind of going up this valley and kind of seeing what he can see okay perfect so um you you did you did trek through a little bit of the the hills um when you had your encounter with the with the chicken dragon which apparently is what everybody <laughs> thinks my drawing was well i was, that, I was, I I was teasing the kids i was like adam would know what it is but no adam thought it was a chicken dragon too so well gotta, when you really I think about keep, it i gotta keep working at it, it. it kind of <laughs> is what a cockatrice is fair, no, fair. i didn't the and the i didn't look closely enough to see that they were really like bat wings yeah those those were only really sketched i hadn't i hadn't drawn those in yeah yet. so you know give yeah, yourself I, some slack i decided i needed to put a tree in that to block the body because i didn't like the way that it was it was going and i didn't know how to redo it so anyways um enough about my drawing but were you were you um kind of back towards those parts of the hills um there was a um i guess a pass kind of the that you know between between you know across kind of that the first uh, first range of hills um, that on your trek, you could see kind of led into what looked like, you know, more of a, a higher elevation valley on the other side. So that, um, sounds like, you know, about, about, uh, about what you had in mind as far as, uh, as far as checking out. So if you, so, um, so yeah, if you want to, if you want to head back up that way, um, yeah. cool. Okay. So you do, so you trek, you trek through, through, the familiar woods um until you get to 
pretty, you know, just, just a, a little ways, you know, maybe a mile or so south of, of where you had your encounter with the, with the cockatrice. Um, and yeah. And then you start heading up, you know, up, up into, into the higher elevation. Um, and yeah, so, um, <laughs> shortly after, um, entering the hills, um, well, I don't know, make a perception checks just seem so tacky when it's just one person. Cause it's like, did you see the mysterious thing or not? So, uh, I'm just going to say, um, yeah. How about roll a, you know, I mean, yeah. Okay. So stop cause we'll edit all that hemming and hawing out. <laughs> so, yeah. So you, you crest, <laughs> you, you, you basically, you crest the, uh, you know, kind of the, the summit of this, of this, um, of this pass and like indeed it does as it as it seemed to from you know be, from looking at the at the peaks of the hills beyond it does open out into a pretty into a pretty big kind of valley between the initial you know the initial range of hills and um, a farther one a farther range of hills that are a little bit bigger um and yeah like you said it's it's less hospitable than the woods in that there appears to just be less, you know, less life out here. It's more, more rocky, you know, less, less water. So less plant life. So, um, which is not to say it's like a desert or anything. Um, but it's, it's definitely more, um, more open than, than the woods. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you just, if you're just going to like spend the time exploring. Well, I guess um, like, um, yeah, I mean, I guess, like, I'm looking for tracks, I guess. That's, like, in my wheelhouse. Like, do I see tracks from a person or signs that someone maybe has, like, set traps around here or anything like that? Okay, uh, roll a roll a wilderness check. And That's not a thing. Uh, survival? Whatever. It Nature? Used to be. Survival? Survival. Okay. That's the tracking one now, right? It used to be a little yeah. now it's survival. Uh, 19. Okay. Um, you're looking for... Yeah, okay. Just, yeah, any signs of human life out here? Okay, or, yeah. Or so, with a, with a 19... Animal. You do... You do find... Um, you do find some, some tracks that appear to be... Well, they look like a barefoot child tracks. That's weird. I mean, they're, you know, they're bare feet, but they're, they're the size of children. Well, Reese just kind of stares at that for a second. It's like, that's strange. Like, are there, I'm, I'm expecting boot prints or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll follow the tracks. Like, follow them. Well, I don't know if I could tell, like, like where they're coming from or something, you know, or, okay, or so where they're going, whatever. Yeah. Roll a, roll a D8 for me. Seven. Okay. So you're you try to follow these these tracks um they're they're pretty they're pretty they're pretty old um and you end up you end up losing losing the tracks um but the the direction that it set you off in in pursuing them was a little bit back towards the way you came back towards that first that first range of hills so the the west end of this of this high valley that you're in and um, you, you realize that you know you've you've lost the tracks and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to double back and and refine them to to keep going because somehow you've you've gotten off the off the path. Um, but 
as you're kind of frustratedly, you know, looking around and taking stock of your surroundings, you see a, it could be a cave, but there's some kind of shadowed alcove maybe up on, on the, uh, on one of the hills, um, on the west end of the valley. All right, I'm going to go check it out. Well, I'm going to like sneak up there though. Okay. Uh, you, you sneak up there. Um, there are a few, um, a few interesting things that you note on the way up there. One is there appear to be, um, blocks of stone, um, that have been, that are like, you know, mostly buried in this hillside, but there's definitely like, you know, stones that have 90 degree angles on them, which is not something that's terribly common and naturally occurring stone. Um, and hmm. you, you sneak all the way up and, and it doesn't, you know, once, once you get closer, you can actually see it. You can actually see it pretty clearly. Um, it's, it's a doorway. It's a, it's a door that's embedded in this hill. It's got, it has large, um, like granite. It's got a large, like granite, uh, door frame around it. And the door appears to be made out of iron or something. How's your metallurgy? Uh, of a minus five in metallurgy. It, <laughs> it must be wood then. More of a nature guy. <laughs> it's like plastic. Okay, cool. So iron, metal, yeah, some so, sort of metal door. So yeah, so huge, rocks, huge like granite, like square cut granite door frame around a, a massive iron door that's about, you know, 10 feet, 10 feet tall by five feet wide. Like this is, I think this is kind of like, pretty freaky for reese because like as far as reese knows like there's nothing out here like this is wilderness right right and there's like and right. we're the first intelligent people to this kind was of, this was yeah. untouched land freaky must be witch um all right so is there any way like is there any way in besides just opening the door like. The door, the door is shut, and there is no, there's no obvious handle on it either. It's, it's just a, a carved. Um, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's like, you know, you picture, picture like kind of a, a standard front door in a house that's got like kind of like the, the engraved panels on it. So it's not mm -hmm. ornate, but it's, you know, it's got, it's got some, some texture to it. So it's, it's like that. It's like a massive front door with no, with no doorknob. Mm. So you could try. You could try pushing on it to open it, but there's there's definitely nothing. Uh, it's not offering much in the way of clues. Yeah, and there's nothing really other interesting around. All right, yeah, I'm gonna put try to push it open. All right, make a strength check. Let's see, fifteen. The door does not even budge a centimeter. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Uh, is there anything else, like, is there any way I can get leverage on it? Like, um, there's no, like, trees around, maybe, but I don't know, like, can I get, like, a branch and, like, you know, make, like, a little lever or something? You could, you could try to come back with a, with a branch or a pry bar or something, but there's, there's very little gap even to, to get it in, to, to try to wedge it with the, the the craftsmanship on this door is quite impeccable despite the fact that it seems to be, and maybe it's just because, you know, 
As far as you know, no one's ever been here, so it must be really, really old. But, you know, the, the granite is, the granite is pretty worn down, but where the, where the iron of the, where the, where the metal door like rests against the frame, there's like no space. You couldn't even fit a piece of paper in there. Weird. Okay. I guess I'll like, hmm. I don't know. What else could I do? Um, you cast cure wounds. <laughs> uh, all right. So the door is, is not happening. Is there, do the, so the bricks that are in the ground, by the way, is it like Stonehenge kind of like, I mean like those size? No, more like, um, more like uh Roman roadway. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. So like old road, old brick road kind of. Yes. Got it. Okay. I say open sesame. It says nothing back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to look around. Cause it, it, can I circle around it or is this like embedded in like a cliffside kind of? It is embedded in, in a pretty steep part of not quite a cliff, but a pretty steep part of the, of the hill. Okay. Um, so yeah, there's, there's, there's nothing to, I mean, you could circle all the way around to the other side of the hill, but, but there's, you can't like, there's, there's no other evidence of any kind of structure. It's yeah, just okay. a door embedded in this hill. Okay. All right. Hmm. Okay. I guess I'm just going to keep like looking for those tracks then. Okay. Uh, so you head back, you head back down into the valley. Um, make a, another survival check. Okay. Ooh, uh, eight. Okay. Roll a D four. Four. Okay. So it takes you five hours of wandering around to come across a recent enough set of tracks to, uh, to be able to follow. But eventually, um, after, you know, doing a spiral search pattern or something around the, around the valley, um, you come across a, a set of tracks that look like the ones that look, look like it could be the same, the same person that you, that you saw evidence of before the, the child, child size barefoot person. Um, but this one's more recent. This one's definitely in the last 24 hours. Um, and you are able to, you can see some evidence of the person having gone into the valley. Um, but more recently, um, the, the tracks are leading up into the hills to the, to the east of the valley. Okay. I'm going to follow them. Okay. Towards the east. So you head up into the, the next, uh, the next set of hills. Um, and following these tracks, um, into the hills, you, you realize that you're actually on like a track, like the, it's not just like, you're not bushwhacking anymore. Like the, this, the, the, the path that you're on seems like it, it must've, I mean, if not a road, at least was, you know, a, a legitimate path at some point. And it, it switchbacks up towards um one of the one of the taller hills on the on the eastern end of the valley and as you as you approach the crest of the hill um you can see that the the hill kind of slopes you know so you kind of you kind of peak the hill you're you, you you come over the peak of the hill and you're looking down on a bit of a a bit of a mesa so the the 
the hill flattens out and there's, there's a, there's, there's ruins. Um, it looks like the ruins of maybe an old temple or a very small old city. Um, but there's a, there's a pyramid. Um, there's some, some loose. So this, so there's, there's like a, an open area, like an open, an open grassy area with that's, that's kind of like a, a courtyard. And on the far side of the courtyard is, is a pyramid with steps that are leading up to a kind of a big doorway that goes into the pyramid. And the pyramid is flanked by two structures on either side of the, of the open courtyard. Um, one structure is, is little more than, you know, the, the foundation and, and crumbled walls. Um, so, so there's basically no structure there, but you can see there used to be a structure there. And the one to your right, um, has the walls, but no roof. Um, and it's obviously much, much smaller than the, than the pyramid. You don't see any signs of movement. Um, but the, the track at your feet where it feeds into this, into this valley has clearly seen a lot of foot traffic. Hmm. And it actually, it actually feeds down into, there's two, there's two pillars. So now we're talking Stonehenge, Stonehenge. There's like two pillars and it looks like it might've had an arc across it at one point, but, but the arc has broken off and is now lying in, in rumble, but, or lying in rubble around it. But, uh, yeah, so you're, you're standing kind of at the, at the top of this hill, looking down on this little, this small mesa with the, with the ruins of some previous civilization. So I'm going to, I, I think Reese is going to camp out, like, like find a place to kind of like hide where you have a good like view of everything down there and kind of hang out for like an hour to see if you could see anybody wandering around or coming out. Okay. Uh, make a, I don't know, make a stealth check, I guess. See how well you can hide your campsite. You're, you're, in a camp. you're just like squatting I mean, not somewhere. Camping. Yeah. 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 Behind a rock or something. Uh, 10. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. As you, so you, you, you sit and you watch and after about 40, about 40 minutes, um, you do, you do see, you do see some movement. Uh, it looks like maybe a dog, make a nature check. That was good. Uh, 21. Uh, so at first it looked like it might've been a dog, but it, 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 in fact, upon, you know, like you, you can see based on how it moves that it's clearly not a, it's not a canine. It must actually be some sort of giant rodent, but it comes, it comes trotting out of, out of the, uh, the pyramid and kind of like sniffs around the side, disappears for a little bit. And after about 15, 10, 15 minutes, it ends up, it kind of wanders back around and back inside the pyramid uh sweet okay so i'm gonna go try to like sneak into the pyramid then okay okay like Uh, well so i guess like i want to try to yeah i mean try to get in there it's a little freaky sounding but yeah okay so from from where you're from where you're perched on the on the top of the hill you can only see basically the uh, the west side of the pyramid which is which is has the like the kind of the, the grand staircase going up um, so you can't 
and maybe you can see, you know, a little bit of the, of the, uh, south side. Um, but you can't tell if there's any other entrances or not. So are you, are you going to just go straight up to the, you want to sneak straight up the front steps, which is where you saw the giant rat come out of and, and go back into? Yeah. Okay. Well, wait, you're saying I'm facing east. I want to try to sneak around the back and see if there's something I, like a back entrance. Okay. All right. Uh, so you, you sneak around the, the back. Um, I mean, are you going to cut through the courtyard or are you going to circle all the way around? I'm going to circle all the way around, around the side with the, that has the walls on it. The one with the standing structure or the one with just the walls? You said one was like all crumbled and the other one had just the walls. Oh, yes. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, just the one with the walls. Okay. So, okay. So you sneak, so you sneak around. Um, yeah, so you're, you're able to make it, make it through unmolested to, to the south side of the pyramid. Um, and as you circumnavigate the structure, um, you do see that there is a, um, the, the southeast corner of the pyramid has some structural damage that it doesn't look like it was supposed to be an entrance, but there's, you know, there's been, there's been a, a collapse of the structure enough that you'd, would be able to climb over the rubble and possibly into the interior through there. Um, if you keep circling around, um, it doesn't look like there's any other obvious entrances besides the, the front door though. Okay. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go on this like sneaky, sneaky way. See what I can find. Okay. You, um, and sorry, the, while you're, while you're in the, while you're in the back, you can see that like, there's very little, there's very little hill behind the pyramid. The pyramid is actually set kind of on like on this mesa, like I said, but it's, it's also kind of on, on the, the point of a cliff. So it like comes down and then there's maybe like 15, 20 feet of, of relatively flat ground before, before, you know, a cliff drops off into a, another valley kind of on the, on the far side of the hills from, from Auspice, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Uh, the pyramid, the pyramid is set on a cliff. Oh yeah. Okay. So the back side of the pyramid is a cliff. So if you were up on the pyramid, you'd be able to look like, like you know, for for miles and miles to the east, like far far beyond where you've ever, yeah, where okay. you've ever seen or explored or even heard of anybody exploring for that matter. Well, I want to check that out for sure and and look out there. Is there anything interesting, or is it just all forest or hills? Um. From here, you can actually, so if you look, so the, so the cliff kind of goes like the, the cliff kind of loops around the pyramid. So the, so the, to the, to the north and to the east, you've got unobstructed views to the south, obviously is more hills because the rain, the hill range goes, goes north, south. Um, but looking, looking to the north, uh, you can see the swamp where you and Emma had, had washed up. You are, you are like just about just about straight south of there. Although the swamp that you're looking at, I mean, the part of the swamp might not be the exact same where you, where you were. Um, and then, and then looking off to the east, um, you can see that there's, there's track. There's, there's like maybe old, what used to be roadways leading off into, into really more, more forest. Um, it looks like it's not quite as old of a forest as, 
as the the forest around Auspice. It's a little more um, a little more sparse and oaky, um, but yeah, otherwise it's it looks like pretty much more wilderness except for the the straight path that you can see that leads that leads up into into the hills and ostensibly to the structure where you're now standing. Okay. That straight path that's the straight path goes out to the east from the pyramid. It yeah, it, it goes out for I mean it goes out for a while and then obviously gets lost quickly in the in kind of the oak forest. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But but you can see enough of you can see enough of like no underbrush. You can see enough of those linear lines to make out that there used to be some like pretty um, well-defined pathway or road at some point in time. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, so you, so you, uh, you've peeked around and now you're, you're going to clamber into the pyramid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, make a stealth check with disadvantage. Oh, <laughs> All right, the, first. Yeah, sorry. Sneaking, sneaking up the pile of rubble with like loose rocks and stuff. That's gonna be very challenging to be okay. Quiet to be sneaky. All right. So first one was a nineteen. So that's good. The second one was a fourteen. Uh, okay. All right. You. Yeah. So you you sneak. You you're able to you're able to move pretty quietly actually up the uh, up the the pile of rubble. Um, and indeed you can squeeze into the interior of the pyramid from there and you find yourself peering into a room. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an empty stone room, uh, except that there is a giant bat clinging to the ceiling in, in one corner. So you, so you come down, so you, you, so you're kind of peeking from the top of this rubble, um, the wall the wall to your, or like immediately to your left is a doorway that leads farther into the interior of the, of the pyramid. Otherwise it's just a like 10 by 15 room with a giant bat that is sleeping away in the corner and you didn't wake it up cause you were so quiet. <laughs> so can I just sneak past it and go and go out into the hallway? Sure. And peek out there. Yeah. Um, so you look into the hallway, it goes, one, you know, the hallway basically branches. One goes to the, sorry, I've got my, my, like I drew my map with north and south, not up and down. So let me turn it sideways. There you go. So one, <laughs> one hallway goes north, uh, and one hallway goes west, which makes sense because you broke into the, you snuck into the southeast corner. So, um, you can, you can see that there's a row of, a row of like doorways. On the hallway going to the north, um, and there's also some doors visible in the hallway going to the going to the west, but not as many. But oh. you definitely can't see like into any, you know. Yeah, sorry. This is this is hard doing. Just like I wish I could just show you maps. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, so I'm gonna sort of. So I want to try to make my way up to. I guess whatever takes me closer to the center of the pyramid. Um, okay, so 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 there's so when you're looking north, the hallway, all of the doors are to the right. So all of the doors are towards the like the outside of the pyramid. It's like a solid wall on the inside, 
So none of those are going to lead you towards the interior of the pyramid. Okay, so I'm going to go so, west. So if you go, if you go, okay, so you go, you go west, and the the first, excuse me, the the first room that you see. So the, the first door on the right, um, you look into it, um, and it appears to be uh, somebody's bedchamber, and somebody's sleeping in the bed. In the middle, who is it? What is it? Uh, you know, it's, it's probably not any kind of creature that you've seen before. He looks, uh, he definitely looks like he may be the source of the footprints that you saw. Um, he's, he's a small, a small creature. Um, he has a, he looks kind of like a minion, but blue. <laughs> so, so really, really squat legs, ginormous head. Arms that reach, you know, almost down to his, down to his ankles. Um, but otherwise just kind of a, yeah, very squat, big headed, bald, blue dude. He's sleeping in a, in a loincloth. Well, I'm gonna, does he look evil? That's a judgment that you're going to have to make on your own. (laughs) All right. Well, so far the sneaking has worked for me, so I'm going to keep going. Make my way. Continue down the hallway. Okay. You uh, continue down the hallway. The next room is not a bedchamber. It actually looks like it's a storage room of some sort. There's there's lots of crates and trunks and barrels. And there's also a giant rat. And this giant rat is not sleeping. (laughs) All right. What's it doing? Uh, it's looking at you and making a loud chittering sound. <laughs> so we're uh, going to... Yeah, I'm going to attack it. We're going to roll initiative. <laughs> we oh, got a 20. Good. I got a 9. All right. Reese versus the giant rat. <laughs> All right. Uh, like I said, the, the giant rat makes a, a loud chittering sound and then charges at you. And he attacks with a... Ooh, 19. But that hits. Yeah, that hits. 19 plus 4, 23 even. That definitely hits. All right. He hits you for 5 damage. What are your hit points at right now? Well, now they're at 11. They were at 16. Okay. Is that your max, 16? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm going to attack it back. Okay, go for it. I forget how this works now. So I get two. Yeah, okay. Okay, first one is a 18. Uh, that'll hit. Okay, so that's uh, seven damage. And then the second one is... No second one needed. You oh, okay. skewer that rat like a rat. <laughs> And it goes down with a squeal and dies. Sweet. Uh, is is there anything? Can I hear anything else coming? Any tittering down the hallway or anything? You pause and listen, and you do in fact hear noises. Um, yeah, you you hear you hear a lot of not just chittering, but like, um, well, they kind of sound like minions too. You know, it's this un- unintelligible, like a high pitched, like chatter, <laughs> um, coming from farther, 
uh, from deeper within the within the pyramid, and um, and the the sleeping the sleeping critter from the the bedchamber appears to be up and and yelling as well. Uh, or he, he sounds like he's up because hmm. you can hear yelling from back the way you just came. Is there any place to hide in the storage room? Uh, you can. You could like try to climb inside a barrel or behind some crates or something. I think I might just run. I'm pretty close to the entrance, I think, so I might just book it. Okay. Yeah. Towards the towards the front or towards the back? Can I see where the front is from? Like. No. So you so you fought the rat in a in a storage room that has another doorway into another room to the south, Um, but all you can see is another room from there. Yeah, I'm but like, you would you well. would estimate so this this storage room just because you've 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 gone like almost all the way around the pyramid so you have an idea of how big it is. Oh, you're, okay. I thought it was barely down the hall. No, you're about halfway. You're about halfway to the front door. Got it. Okay. Like it's not it's not it's not like a huge, not a huge dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In that case, I'm just gonna try to go out the front with like best I can estimate where the where the front door is. Okay. So, um, so you have two paths then you could, you could either go back out to the hallway and follow the hallway all the way down, or you could try to cut through whatever's in the room to the South. Yeah. I'm cutting through there. Okay. You, you cut. So, okay. So you, you head South, um, and you go into the next room, uh, which, well, I mean, it's, it looks like it. It might have might be used as kind of like a like a rec room or something. There's like chalk markings on the ground and broken pit bits of stuff, and you know, it looks like uh, yeah, I don't know. It looks like a like a rec room in the pyramid, um, but it's also full of six of the small blue dudes, <laughs> and and you can see in the doorway. So there's so the, the there's two uh, other doorways leaving this room. Uh, one goes one goes to the north and one goes to the south, back out into the hallway. Um, and you can see you can see more of the guys, more of the critters coming in from the main from from the room to the north. Um, but right now we're going to roll initiative again. Gosh. Okay. This time I got a fourteen. This time I got an eight. So there you go. You go first. Okay. Are these guys just treated as a group? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Swarm of blue guys. And like they're attacking, right? Like Um or they look like they're about yeah, to Yeah, yeah, no, they're like, they yeah, yeah. They've they've got they've they've got short swords out and and you know, a couple of them are, are wielding slings. Um and they're all yeah, they're they're like menacing. Yeah, they're they're definitely chattering menacingly at you. Okay. I'm going to... All right, so I'm going to attack the one that's closest to me, and that is a six. <laughs> okay, that does not hit. Okay, the second one's a 14. That hits. Okay. Uh, do, do, do. So, three damage. Okay. Okay. Um, on its turn, the one that you attacked... Um, he wields his. He, he kind of flashes his short, short sword into your face or towards your face in a feint to get you to, like you know, step back to avoid a potential blow. But then he just moves backwards out of your reach. 
So the the rule, like what that means in effect, is that he he was able to disengage as a as a bonus action. Okay. So he doesn't give up an attack of opportunity, but he he moves he moves away from you so that he can just use his sling because yeah you hurt him, and he's they're not the bravest. Um, <laughs> does a seventeen hit you? Yes. Okay. You take two damage. Oops. Um, the other okay. five are going to all basically pile on you. Actually, the first one's going to attack you with a short sword. And he got a 16 plus 521. Jeez, yes. <laughs> yeah. Three, uh, four more damage. All right. Um, and the next one is basically one of them, like, lays down behind you and two others try to push you. <laughs> oh, and you got a, you got a nat 20 on it. So it's, so it's an opposed, it's an opposed strength check. Um, but he got a nat 20, but he got a nat 20 minus minus one, but yeah, he got a nat 20. So nope. You're like a nine or something. 12. Okay. So yeah. So the, so one, one crouches down behind you and another one basically just charges at you and, and knocks you prone. <laughs> uh, so you are you are now prone, which gives all of the other ones um, advantage on their attacks. And there are three more, and they're they're not going to use their short swords. <laughs> they're going to just start pummeling you. That's a miss, but he has advantage. Eighteen, that'll hit. Yep. Uh, three more damage. That's uh, a miss, but uh, does sixteen hit you? Yeah. Sixteen hit you. What's your AC? Fourteen. Okay. So, so that's five more damage. Okay, yeah. So you get you basically get dogpiled by these smelly blue creatures, <laughs> and like like the blows just start landing faster than you can than you can fight them off, and like blackness takes over. Like you you just you you can't you can't fight them off. Um. I dream about toast. You do. God, you could really go for Uncle Rupert's <laughs> some, some Uncle Rupert's some magic toast. Right toast. Now. Um, eventually, let's see. Four about four hours later. Not that you would know that, um, but just so you know, um, it takes you it takes you four hours to regain consciousness. I'm not gonna make you make saves because they weren't they weren't trying to kill you. They were doing subdual. Mm-hmm. They don't call it that, but non non lethal damage. Non-lethal, basically, yeah. they they were trying to knock you out. They're kidnappers. That's what they do. That's how they roll. <laughs> um, but yeah, you wake up battered, bruised, and bloodied um, inside a stone room that's about ten by fifteen. It looks quite similar to the one that you snuck into, except that <laughs> this one does not have uh, any rubble that'll let you sneak through the walls. Um, it actually has a, uh, you know, a door, a, a uh, kind of a hobbled, hobbled together wooden door um, over in the doorway, and there's nothing else in there. In your explorer's pack, and your weapons are also missing. There's nothing else around, and there's nothing in there, right? So, okay, is the door? Can I open the door? So as you, as you, yeah, um, uh, no, the door is locked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is, am I like tied up or anything? 
you're not tied up, but you're but you're pretty battered, and you're you you have you have one hit point. Yeah, sweet. I start banging on the door. Hey, uh, who's out there? Somebody come help me. <laughs> you you bang on the door, and you hear you hear something yell something. <laughs> something yell something like you hear you hear you hear two responses one is an immediate response um that sounds like and it's hard to tell from like through the door but it sounds like it's coming somewhere to the right of where you're locked up um but you hear another response but it, and it and it's not something that you can understand but it it sounds familiar it's kind of a kind of a you know croaky warble speak like the fishman, um, yeah, it does. It sounds, it sounds, sounds like kind of like the voice of the 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 fish dude that that tried to tried to skewer you at the swamps. Um, and then you hear something that definitely sounds like the chatter of the little blue men. Um, and he and it, it like <laughs> you hear him like you can almost you can almost picture his sanctimonious like stomp down the down the stone hallways and his. Because he tells you to be quiet. <laughs> I just try to listen then to the conversation or whatever. If I can, I mean, it's all in languages. I don't. It's yeah. It's all. It's all. Know, un- but... It's all unintelligible. Um, so you listen, and you know, two two things strike you. One is you can like you can vaguely make out crickets, and you can hear a lot more activity. Um, the Whatever these creatures are, they seem to be more nocturnal than diurnal. Um, you you can hear like the vague like like cafe chatter from you know maybe farther in the in the in the pyramid. Um, you can hear you can hear like the squeak of bats and the the chitter of rats. Um, the 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 croaky frog voice says something else, but again, you can't make it out. Um, Otherwise, it seems like it's it's nighttime and you are you are just stuck. I guess I just like lay down until I'm in, you know, until someone comes and lets me out of jail. There's nothing I can do. All right. Are you gonna try to Are you gonna try to sleep or anything, or are you gonna try to stay on your guard? Are you gonna like Are you planning on like ambushing someone that opens the door? Or? Hmm. It's a good. Hmm. It's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean you can at least take yeah you can, even if you stay awake you can take i mean here's i mean like kind of you know yeah me- metagaming even staying awake you can take a short rest and recover some hit points but if you want to try to if you want to try to get some like real rest and hope that you can survive until tomorrow then you're gonna have to try to get some sleep but that will also mean that if if they come for you in the night while you're sleeping, you're not going to be able to get the drop on anyone by any means. I think I'm just going to try to sleep because my thinking is like, there were so many of these things. It seems like kind of impossible to like, like fight my way out, like without knowing more. And at least for now they haven't like, they haven't just like killed me immediately, which they totally could have. So I think Reese is just gonna try to rest. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you are able to rest undisturbed for eight hours. Um, 
but you also don't have any food. So you can you can you can treat this as a as a as a long rest, but if you don't if you don't get some food, you're not going to be able to I don't know how the D&D actually makes these rules supposed to happen, but you won't be able to you won't be able to recover any more hit points without getting some food. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Um in yeah. the morning. Um yeah, like you, you know, you can kind of you you wake up and you figure it must be morning because your internal clock is kind of geared towards waking up in the morning. You wake up at the same time with the rise of the sun every day. Um and it seems like this is also when whatever these guys are go to sleep because that's, you know, things have things have gotten quiet. Um but you're still but you're still stuck in this room and the the hour is just kind of well actually they don't they don't trudge by as 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 long as you're afraid of um kind of as the as the hour as the as the noise dies down um it seems like maybe they're getting ready to go to sleep um but then <laughs> but then it sounds you you hear you hear the the you can hear excitement in in the in the crowd of these of these blue critters um and the the door to your you you hear footsteps coming down the hall and it sounds like a bunch of them okay and they stop outside your door i kind of go to the corner next to the door where where i think it's gonna open like Like, i'm not gonna like ambush them but like i don't want to be like i don't know (laughs) caught unawares okay uh, so, so will the, so the door, so if the door swings open, will you be behind the door or in the other corner? Behind it. Okay. <laughs> Since you're going to hide behind the door. <laughs> yeah, I'm behind the door. <laughs> okay. Um, you, so you, the, the door opens and you hear a thud and then the door swings shut and there's another human in the room now and he does not appear to be conscious. Uh, I go over to him and see if I can... Tell, see if I know the person. He is not someone you know. Uh, he he he's definitely an older an older gentleman. Um, he's got he's got long long gray hair and a and a pretty thick kind of gnarly beard. Uh, he looks like he's been. He looks like he's he's a very he's he's got a very hard worn body, like just tough and gnarly. But he is as bruised and battered and beat up as as you were when they brought you in the earlier in the night um and as you as you as you look you can see that his his leg is twisted at a pretty unnatural angle and it looks like it's it's probably been broken i'm gonna see if i can like kind of like set his leg or something or like try to well like like i guess try to like see if i can take care of him at all okay um, so you kind of, you, you start feeling around at his leg to see if, you know, it's, it's something that you can set or try to identify what the damage is, um, or how bad the damage is rather. And the, and you know, when you, as you, as you touch, as you, as you move his leg, two things, you hear two things. One, you hear the crepitus of his leg bones grinding together as you touch it. And you also hear his insulate inhalation like a hiss as he inhales in pain and the you know you poking around at his leg uh, appears to have woken him up uh hi there <laughs> sorry about your leg 
<laughs> what did they, what did they do to you? What happened? Uh, I I was a fool. That's what happened. I can't believe I'd let them catch me. Who who uh, are you? My name's Reese. I'm I'm from the village. You're what from is this the, place? This this place, I don't I don't god damn it, I'm trying to like I've been practicing this accent all day long and I just keep going <laughs> Scottish. I don't know. I don't know what this place is. <laughs> um you're, you're, see, God, my God, this is driving me nuts. You're from the village. Maybe he just needs to be Scottish. Ivan can be <laughs> Scottish, right? Sure. <laughs> um, you're from the village. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I'm Vanya. <laughs> da, you are from village. Da, you are, you are from village. Yes. <laughs> Yes. You are, yeah, yes, I'm from the village. I I don't I don't know. I was out here looking for someone, but I got found this pyramid and snuck in. That was stupid. I yes, shouldn't have done that. Ancient temple taken over by little scavenger shit bugs. God, I hate them. But who are you? I'm Vanya. I, Ivan. I am Ivan. I my friends well. I am Ivan, but you can call me Vanya. A, a, a dawning comes over Reese's face. I've heard of you. Do you? <laughs> All live good out? things, I'm sure. Well, do you live out here? In here, I live. I live in the woods. I was searching, but but like fool got caught by little blue shit bugs. What? How? What? What were you searching for? It's. Yeah, it doesn't matter now. You and I both have death sentence. What? They what? sacrifice us to their stupid little blue shit bug god. Oh, oh no! That. What? I hope you like you death by happen? fire. Fire? Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, With broken we gotta... leg, there's no way. There's no way we can. I can get out. So what I want to do here is cast cure wounds, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I don't know what Reese thinks he would be doing. <laughs> well, okay, no, it's it, it's cool though because like so so Reese Reese has been and Reese doesn't know it yet. Like he hasn't he hasn't really had this this full realization yet. But but Reese has been has been chosen in a certain way he's been selected he's been he's been touched by you know nature so to speak he's he's been he's he's been singled out and so he has he gets both powers but he also gets guidance so it's it's totally cool for reese to just like kind of have this inexplicable urge to lay his hands on an injured creature be it human or not um, and you know, and have it just feel like the right thing to do, so to speak. So he's okay. So here's how this goes down. So I think Ivan is talking about like, I can't, you know, I wouldn't be able to do anything with the, with my leg, blah, blah, blah. And so Reese kind of like kneels down again and like puts his hands on his leg, but like really lightly and then not like moving stuff around to make bones grind, but now just sort of like instinctively kind of like holding his hands, like just so barely touching his leg. 
So you you Reese feels the kind of that rush of life that he felt when he when he fought the the wood blights, kind of that that surge of that surge of life force that filled his chest. He he kind of he kind of feels that come into him again, but this time instead of instead of just experiencing it, he Reese kind of instinctively channels it through his hands into the injured Ivan's knee. And this is no, this is no like subtle healing. Your hands glow with this like bright kind of earthy green light. And like, you can see like, I I don't know who's more shocked you or Ivan, but, uh, but you cast cure light wounds. So roll a, what is it? A D eight D eight. Yeah. Uh, one d eight plus two is eight. All right. Yeah, I Ivan Ivan kind of like gasps and looks at you and says, "You are you are not from village. Who are you?" I I I don't know. I I don't know what that was. I've never used. I, I've never done that before. I you I are from. I don't village. know what I did. Yes. You auspice the village. Yes, auspice. That's where I live. I I don't I don't understand. It just it felt like something I should do. Oy. How does how how does your leg feel? Because I saw it untwist. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He he like he flexes <laughs> he flexes his leg and says, "It's you've you healed it." I how is I that never, possible? I never thought some kid from the village would be able to. How is that possible? Listen, I, now can Look, we get out of here? <laughs> first thing we get out of here, but second thing, I think perhaps you should meet Igbo. Igbo? Who's that? He is he is only other person I meet who can do what you just did. Is is he a like a a witch? A witch? <laughs> <laughs> no, he is not witch. But, you know, you villagers, everybody a witch. <laughs> oh, you, you splash water on me. I, you must be witch. I mean, you, oh, you, nonsense. No, he's not witch. He does not. The, you mean like packed with devils and stuff? Yeah. Fire demons and. No, he is, he is. Protector. He he is preserver of of woods. He is caretaker of creatures. He is not. I you don't. I don't even know how to explain it to you. But I never expected to see to see this type of magic come from a villager of auspice. I don't. I don't know the. I don't have the answers. I first step. We we must get out of here. Well, I agree with you on that. How how do we, can we get out? Have you tried door? Yeah, it doesn't open. And he he like he stands up. He stands up now that he's you know at full full capacity. And he, Ivan was. I mean, he's he's old and gnarled, but he's a pretty big dude too. He looks like he might be he might be pretty strong. And he like he kind of tests the door, and he says, um, "Well, two two choices. Yes, either we wait until they come and get us and try to fight them, or." We hope to batter the door down and make escape. Yes. Well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe with the two of us, we could get down the store. Do That's you what know? I want to do. 
I've never been inside the temple. Do you have any idea which way we run once we out? Um, I, I convey to him everything I know about the layout of the temple. Like, sort of assuming maybe I'm in one of the rooms. Well, I say, like, well, I, I went around the temple a little bit before I got caught. I think once we get out in the hallway, I could figure out how to get out of here. Thinking of the back exit. Thinking of that, that east hallway that... Yeah. Okay. Okay, then. Best chance, knock down door on first try and boogie out, yes? Y- yes. All right, let's give it a go, huh? And uh, he, like, gets ready to, with you, like, on three, try to, like, throw your shoulders into the into the door. All right. All right. Roll on three. <laughs> Rad, dva, three. Oh, no. <laughs> Would you roll? I rolled a three, so it's a he, six. Okay, so you, no, you kind of... Wait, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, six, yeah. You kind of stumble towards the door, <laughs> so you guys don't hit it at the same time. Um, but thump, funnily thump. enough, like, he got to it before you and just kicked that shit straight out of the door frame. <laughs> He, he rolled a nat 20 on his strength check, so he was like, Hee-yah! and the door goes flying across the hallway and smacks into the, into the like, kind the of just stone wall on the other side. I just, I just bounce off the wall. <laughs> no, so you actually, you actually, like, stumble through the doorway, and you, your shoulder strikes the wall, the door once it's on the far side of the hallway. <laughs> it's like, oh, I helped. Uh, yeah, and you, you are in the middle of that hallway you immediately recognize it um the that east that east hallway that had the the six doorways you were in the well like the the third one from the one where you came in if that makes sense yeah which way uh this way and we run <laughs> south down the hall <laughs> all right yeah, um, yeah right south yeah towards the southeast yeah, okay, so you, you book it to the southeast, or well, yeah, to the to the south, um, and the, like, y- you can you can hear the commotion. Um, there is, as you guys are running, there is one of the little blue dudes that, like, pokes his head around the corner and then, like, steps into the, steps into the hallway like he's, like, he's going to stop you guys, um, and you, you can hear the commotion, but right now he's the only thing between you guys and freedom. Um, I guess we should roll initiative. What the heck? Oh, uh, 20. Not, not 20. All right. Uh, okay. You are currently unarmed, and you go first. So I, I want to try to, like... I just want to like shove them out of the way. <laughs> okay, so when you when you shove someone in D anD D, you have two choices. You can either push them five feet back, or you can try to knock him prone. Uh, I'm gonna try to knock him prone so that I we could just run past him. Okay, uh, that is it's just a straight up opposing strength check. I'm pretty sure. So go ahead. Not a number. Oh, sorry. Oh, my dice roller thing is... God! Okay, ten. All right. Uh, 
he got a three. So <laughs> sweet. So what so, what does that look like? <laughs> just try to shove shove him, but he just trips. <laughs> he just trips and falls over as he's. I don't know. He's maybe he's he's like bringing out his like sling or something. I just like shove him, and he like trips over it. Yeah, so he's he's struggling to get his short sword and does not get it out in time, and you just knock him right on his keister. Um, so yeah, come so on, let's I, go. Ivan, I, well, Ivan's Ivan's next. He's just gonna he's gonna run. Actually, you know what? He's going to he's going to try to grab the short sword out of the thing's hand because he's not gonna run past you. So he's gonna make. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So so he he runs out to the 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 little blue shit bug as Ivan calls him <laughs> um, is is sprawled on his back and Ivan runs up and catches up with you guys and just like yanks the short sword out of out of the little blue dude's hand. Um, the next turn is the little blue dude and he is let's see he's gonna make a roll and he cowers quite competently um, <laughs> now that now that he's been disarmed and his lying flat on his back in, in front of you two um which brings the order up to you um and he was he was right at the corner which is now where you're standing um and they're not they're not like in range yet but you see a giant rat coming through um the storage room and you see two blue dudes at like the far end of that south hallway that are that are coming your direction too so they're not they're not they're not in range yet but yeah like the posse's coming that's all yeah i'm just gonna hoof it okay like out the out through the rubble yeah yeah okay yeah you are you are far enough away um let's see make a I guess it would be an agility check to see how much the rubble slows you down. Because okay. scrambling through that is, is you know, it's not the same as sprinting across open ground. 17. I assume okay. dexterity. Is there not... Or do you want me to do athletics? No, is is there not... Oh, acrobatics is what I, is what acrobatics. I was thinking. Okay. Dexterity is fine, though. Okay, then call I mean, it 15. How's that worse than... How can your acrobatics be worse than your dexterity? I'm proficient at... Oh, this is a saving throw. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. It's not a saving throw. Yeah. Okay. Then it's just... It's 15. Yeah. Okay. That's that's fine still. Uh, so, so you're able you're able to scramble up um, without, without losing any ground. Ivan is also able to, to scramble, and he, he stays right behind you. Um, and once you guys are out, he says... He says... Well, you're you're ahead of him. So are you so you you're able to on your turn scramble up and then down to the base of the pyramid. Um and he is coming right behind you. You can hear him coming behind you. Yeah. What are you like What are you doing? Cuz just technically you're ahead of him on the initiative. So I'm running like generally back towards town. <laughs> But I also back towards the village. Well, or back towards the like the big courtyard. Yeah, like back towards the big courtyard because there's just like a big cliff on the other side, right? To the east of you is yeah, is a big cliff. Yeah, yeah. So you can you so basically you can run 
Yeah, I mean, without without running off the cliff, you can either run west back towards the big courtyard or like south, which is like still into the hills. Okay, okay. In, into the hills, like just away from this place, but also shouting over my shoulder, Ivan, where should we go? Uh, okay, he's, so he's, he yells like, this way! And he kind of like, you know, if you, if you slow down, like you slow down for three yeah. steps to let him, let him catch up. Um, and he, he kind of angles the same way. He angles, angles south away from, away from the, from the courtyard. Um, and he says, you know, you know, into, into the hills, then we can cut, then we can cut vest. Uh, they don't like sunlight too much. So we have a, we have a chance. Um, yeah. And he, yeah. And he, and he leads you, he leads you on this, on this chase. Um, it's, it's like pretty close to, it's pretty close to dawn. Like the sun is, the sun is coming up. Um, now that you're, now that you're outside, you can, you can see it. Um, and you can, you can hear the pursuit for a while. Um, but they're not, but they, they, they don't seem, they don't seem too, they're not, they're not faster than you basically. Um, and you guys are able to, you're able to lose them in the hills. Um, and then, yeah, Ivan, Ivan seems inclined to just keep leading the way. Um, I don't know if you're going to take umbrage with, with his directions once, like once you guys have clearly lost the, the little blue shit bugs, um, he, he continues leading you west, uh, back across that valley, um, and kind of back out towards the way you actually, you actually came in, mm-hmm. into the valley. Yeah. Um, no, I have no problem with it. I'm just following Ivan. Okay. So he, yeah. So he leads you, he leads you back down out of the hills, um, and back into, into the woods. Um, and once, once he gets, once he gets into the woods, he cuts, he cuts kind of north, uh, kind of northwest across the, across the, across the woods that, that you're familiar with. Um, until he gets to like, really like you're, you're right in the center almost of the, like the woods that you know, like those, those woods that are kind of framed by the hills and the river and the village. Um, but he, he's, he's walking into, like, you know, he, he's leading the way and there's just, there's this huge, like undergrowth thicket that just looks basically impenetrable. And he kind of like, like walks towards it and then like kind of steps to the side and in and like disappears. I think, it, where'd you go? <laughs> and he said, like, you hear, you hear his voice. It's, it's passable. Just go through. And, you know, if you, as you, as you investigate, like you can see that like you you you've probably walked past this place, you know, who knows how many times and just been like, oh, that's impenetrable. Um, but but there's like just enough space for you to actually be able to like squeeze sideways between between these thorny bramble bushes um that almost serve as like a hedge. Um and and you're able to move move through past this this barrier into a part of the woods that although it's although it's pretty close you know it's right in the middle of what you know it's a it's a little patch of woods that you've never been to before hmm. and and it like the first thing that you notice is just kind of this abiding sense of peace in these 
in this particular grove of trees. Um, everything just, just seems like very calm and very peaceful. And up ahead, you can see a small house. Um, there's, you know, there's, there's a, a little bit of smoke coming from the, from the chimney on the house. It's, it's almost more of a hut really. Um, <laughs> and that's, that's where Ivan's heading. All right. Kind of pause for a second. Like, this is like so mind blowing that this is, this, this place exists in these woods that I've like, you know, wandered around a bunch of times and, but, but yeah, I follow Ivan towards the house. So Ivan, Ivan doesn't go into the house. He goes, he goes towards the house and, and stops kind of at the front door and, um, says, we wait here for Igbo. What does he live here in this house? This, he lives in this grove. This is his grove. But do you just should, I mean, should we just knock on the door? He knows we're here. He will come when he's ready. No, nothing can enter his grove without his knowledge. Okay. Should we do something? Just, <laughs> just wait. Just wait. Are you hungry? I actually am starving. Let us I still I hurt will... a lot. <laughs> <laughs> For now, we rest. We eat. I will. Uh, I will get some supplies. Um, and he he goes around to um, around to the back of the house. And comes back a short time later with some some really like you know dark hearty seed and nut rye kind of bread um, and a wedge of cheese and like a little a little block of honeycomb for you. Sounds and he's delicious. got it on like a, a little little wooden plate and he hands it to you and he's got he's got his own his own thing too and yeah it is it is super delicious and super like filling and hearty and re-energizing and. Yeah, Nature Valley, eat your heart out because <laughs> this is this is the good stuff. Um, awesome and and yeah, he seems he seems like he seems to feel like that you guys are pretty safe now. Um, but there's no telling when Igbo's going to show up. Um, but my recording says we've been going for an hour and thirty minutes, so I think we might have to wait until next episode to meet Igbo. 